Threading the Needle. Today we celebrate the presentation of our Lord God and Savior Jesus Christ in the temple. And it's from where we get the famous prayer in Vespers, at which since Vespers is the setting of the sun, it was the setting uh, of the sun of the life of Simeon, but he had been promised that he would see the Christ child. And so he was patient and he waited with hope. And then when he saw him, he says, Now let my servant depart in, let thy servant depart in peace according to thy word. For my eyes have seen the salvation which were prepared for the face of all people, a light to lighten the Gentiles and the glory of your people, Israel. That's a mouthful. He's saying a lot. Because this child who was coming to him according to the law, meaning Christ fulfilled the law. He came to fulfill it, not to abolish it. So he was subject to the law and he fulfilled it. But Simeon tells his mother that he, Christ, will become a source of division for his people, raising some people up and separating others, and for Mary and Joseph to hear all this, well, that was quite a thing. So what's the needle that we are threading? In the Gospels, Christ tells us that it's easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than it is for a rich man to enter the kingdom of God. So we put together on the one side Christ obeying the law and the prophets, and the other side, saving us from our sins. And how do we navigate those waters? How do we relate to the law, because Christ didn't abolish it, and how do we relate to one who forgives us our sins? That is the threading of the needle, to walk with God's grace, and mercy and love, not condemning either ourselves or other people, but pointing to Christ to come into that relationship, to accept his forgiveness. It's really tricky because you're asking us to bear a divine reality, an eternal, without time reality, and yet we are finite. We are imperfect. And so we could be tempted to go to one extreme or the other, become really legalistic and just lose all hope, or give up and say, God saved us. What we do doesn't matter. But as I printed on our sign at OCF, we finally found a saying, simple and concise, that will have people flocking to us for the answer one day. It says God exists and what you do matters. With the one, we get rid of atheism. With the other, we get rid of nihilism. That life doesn't matter, it's meaningless, it's hopeless. Eat, drink, and be merry, one day we're gonna die. That's not exactly it. 
we have to thread that needle. We have to maintain our balance. We have to accept God's forgiveness and we have to strive to be like him. And he has established repentance as the way of salvation. And we said it in the prayers that I read tonight, having, having given us repentance, having accepted repentance, our repentance, that's what we learned to walk in, God's grace. And that can be a very magnetic thing, especially in our culture, where we're very legalistic and judgmental on the one hand, or we throw the baby out with the bathwater on the other hand. Find that balance. It says the way is narrow. It's not narrow because it's, it's strict. It's narrow because it's hard to keep our balance from being too lax or too strict, but rather to walk the road of God's grace in thanksgiving, asking for his mercy and grace. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.